Welcome to the Young Saints Leadership Podcast, where we're going to be talking about all things youth, from leadership culture to supernatural youth ministry and discipling revivalists. We hope you guys enjoy. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are. Yep, yep, yep. I don't even know what episode this is number-wise, but we have a good treat for you today. Yeah, this Um, is a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one. And before we get started, we just wanted to share something fun we did this weekend. What did we do? Lake day. We went to the lake. If you've never been to Reading, which is where we all live, we have beautiful lakes all around us. It's true. It's probably... One of the best parts of, of the where best we live. Parts of where we live. And so we went there. I'm still very sunburnt on my shoulders. Yeah. I allowed someone to um, put sunscreen on my back, and I won't say who they are because they did a horrible <laughs> they <did> job. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, I'm like, they did still, not do a good they job. did not. So funny. I mean, probably one of the worst I've had in yeah, years. I, I told Chantel she got sun slapped. Yeah, I, I think got I did too. She got sun slap yeah i didn't even get any effect of the sun i put because so you guys stayed on. in the shade the whole we time shade. we were in the shade i know i put sunscreen on and still sat in the shade because yeah. i just yeah. can't handle it yeah you really can't it was so nice was we had nice. youth team different ones came out and, and it was warm and, it w- but yeah, it, it was wasn't nice. like blazing hot like it will be tomorrow yeah that's true we're about yeah. to enter into like reading summer reading summer is pretty rough but anyway that's what we did if you ever come to reading go to the lakes it's they're beautiful. beautiful now now here's the thing the lakes are freezing though they are they're, they're cold i didn't get in it in the, in the, in the middle of the summer, summer it feels better. nice in the summer it's nice or it's just so hot fall. you need it yeah. and that's yeah. why it feels like but uh, we true. also went to whiskey town which like drains from trinity lake so it's like well it hasn't yet oh it hasn't no. oh it's just cold. Cold. it was so cold it's like, just cold i mean it was i mean it's in the mountains yeah. Yeah. it's cold it's anyway cold. but we have a very fun topic for you guys today we're going to talk about marriage and ministry yes. dun, dun, dun. people have been asking about this wondering marriage getting thoughts ministry. we'll give you some failures and some wisdom you know yes all this stuff it all comes from failure sometimes just kidding <laughs> It doesn't. Um, but who wants to kick this off? We are going to first, I think one of the best ways to maintain a healthy marriage and ministry aspect is to have two powerful people. Mm. Two and what do we mean people. by that? Having two yes. powerful people in a marriage great. positioned in ministry. Maybe one is in ministry. One is not. How do you remain powerful? Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go first. Obviously, me and Mari are married, That's so true. we've we are we are doing this right now, active. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that powerful people start. I was going to say, what are we doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking and doing ministry together. Being married, being married. <laughs> We're doing um, it. I think you have to. I think the first step is just discovering what does that mean as a word. Like, if you're a powerful person, what does that mean? Because um, if you don't understand what that means, it's like how could you create two powerful people in ministry? And um, I, I think to just dis, dis define that phrase of like a powerful person, it's somebody that feels like um, they have a voice, they have an opinion, they can actually show up and affect how stuff is ran. Yeah. Meaning, um, so if I have two powerful people in our marriage, that means how our marriage functions has two voices speaking into it and not one is more important than the other. And that both have to equally be heard, seen, valued, and you have to come to agreements collectively. And I think that's the start of this. Cause like, how do you have two powerful people in ministry? Well, you have to have two powerful people at home first. Yeah, it's true. And so if it, 
if it doesn't start at home and at the beginning in your marriage, entering into ministry, when everyone's else trying to take your power, everyone's like, let me have a piece of your schedule, your time, your emotions, your uh, intellect, all this stuff. Like how much can I take of you? I mean, that's sometimes the ministry is like people are, uh, you're helping people in need. Mm -hmm. And so you are fulfilling one's mm-hmm. desires and needs. And and you have to really be aware of like, oh man, I can lose my power very fast. And I want to say something on that because when we got married, I'm naturally, I'm not as dominating as Rory. I would, especially when we first got married. When we first got married, I was pretty yeah. passive. Um, and I'm definitely more vocal now. Yeah, but I true. think it's because you created a safe space for me to become. And I feel like in marriage, especially in regards to ministry, the first thing you want to do is make sure you create safety. So when your spouse comes to you, you are empowering their voice, kind of like what you're saying, but outside of ministry, outside of pressure of exterior, external things. But I have a place to tell you when I'm afraid. I have a place Uh, to tell you when I'm concerned and it's accepted, it's embraced, it's listened to. So when you guys are in the heat of ministry, say, for example, with Rory and I, me as the wife, I was able to speak up when things got hard because the safety was built before things got hard. Does that make sense? And I would say something too that is important on how do we figure out powerful people is um, we we had to first know who we were outside of ministry. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when somebody has an identity in ministry, and this could be for any place, if you have an identity as a business person, if you have an identity as an athlete, if your identity is outside of Christ in any facet, when somebody comes and tells you that that thing is affecting them, if it's an identity it becomes very personal and very attacking. And so all of a sudden when ministry, this is where a lot of people can get off in ministry, they give their whole selves to what they feel the Lord has called them to. But instead of it being a an offering, it becomes an identity. Right. And ministry yeah. is always an offering. Right. So it means it's something I'm giving, but it's not me, it's yeah. something I'm giving. If it becomes me, any moment that Mari is saying, what you're doing is too much or, Hey, this is affecting our marriage or, Hey, we need to connect. If it's an identity, I am freaking out being attacked. And now I'm going, I'm pulling the God card. I'm Mm -hmm. trying to fulfill the call of God, not realizing no, no, no. That like still part of your calling, part of your calling to be married. Like actually that's like the moment you say that, like that's one of the first callings, like marriage is a representation of Christ in the church. You're like, whew, your marriage is your first ministry that you're actually learning how to steward, protect and empower. That's so good. Yeah. And I think a big part of being powerful is life isn't happening to me. Yes. Yes. Like how I'm remaining powerful is, no, there's not things just happening to me that I have a choice. I get to voice that. I'm not, <clears throat> sorry, I'm not shutting down. I'm not um, not being honest about how things are affecting me. Totally. We're, we're actually yes. having open conversation and communication about how we're doing mm-hmm. while we're giving ourselves. Yes. And I think um, 
you said something, Mari, about um, creating safety. I remember early on hopping into ministry, being married. I didn't know how to create safety totally. for Chantel. Totally. And so Chantel was freaking out when I was on the go because I was like, I'm flying and God is using me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm just going and she's freaking out. Now, there was also codependency of like, hey, there, there's only so far that you can go before like I feel I'm in a hidden season, but you're yes. in a season of being in the spotlight yes. and not knowing how to navigate that. Yes, yes. which that, I think would lead to this next part is yeah. how do you navigate in ministry? It happens all the time where I feel like it's kind of rare when both are shining at the same time. Yeah. I mean, it happens, but I feel like we've gone through seasons where I'm shining and Rory feels hidden and you it's been vice versa. You yeah. and Chantel have experienced the same thing, Dante. Yeah. Like, how did we navigate? Like, okay, it's my season of favor. I'm not going to get jealous. I'm not going to punish them for it, which right. is huge. Right. Like people can punish people because they feel insecure and feel left behind. Yeah. Um, like all those things. Like how did you and Chantel navigate it? How did we navigate it? I would love to talk about experiencing seasons of favor in ministry when one feels hidden. I'll hit the, maybe a belief and then you can share yeah. what yeah, you great. do it. Cause if you have a, an understanding of marriage, you realize that the two become one. So you both win. Yep. And so if you have an understanding where you're still two separate people yes. and you haven't actually joined as one, it becomes very threatening when somebody is shining. When you realize you're a team and you're together and you're one, her win is my win, my win is her win. Yes, You can tell very fast the belief, your core belief on marriage and how much mm-hmm. insecurity hits when your spouse gets favor and starts shining. If you're going, oh my gosh, this is so exciting right. because when you win, we all win. Right. Um, but if that's not the thought and your first thing is like, what about me? Oh my gosh, what your oh, fear, anxiety, ah, punishment, disconnection, insecurity, because you don't realize, oh, wait, we became one. Like the choice of marriage was actually to say, we're one now. So yeah. anything that happens to either of us will affect both of us. Good, bad, ugly. Right, right. And, and I, that's so good. I think there's a lot of different factors too of like, man, do you know where God has you? Do you know the yeah. season that you're in? Yeah. Like, oh, actually, there there is a season that God has me in this space of, man, he's really doing some deep things inside of me. It, it's not just, I think people look at a season of hiddenness as a bad thing. Yes. Totally. When it's not, it is a, uh, is it is a, it's a space to dive into who you are, how God has made you, mm-hmm. where you become, where he becomes your audience. Yep where the Lord becomes yes. your audience and he is the one that has you. Totally. And I, I think that that, that space yep. is so important. And I, I just wanted to say that before yeah. we even talk yeah. about, you know, hiddenness and seasons totally. of favor. And, because the reality is you're always favored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It, it just looks different. You might, there might be an outward expression of you walking where connections are being made, or maybe you're stepping into that one dream that you had and, and those different things. But this reality of no, God's eyes are always on me. That's so good. His eyes are always on me that there's never a season where his eyes are on someone else more than they are on me. I'm, I'm seeing, this is kind of funny. Maybe this is prophetic because I'm seeing a picture in my mind. And so I'm just going to go with it. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, but just as you were talking, I, 
I kept seeing forests and different trees. And I'm very aware in the Bible, humans are referred to as trees the most. It's the most um, correlation. There's always trees mm. representing people and different things like that. And what's interesting to me is trees, they all bloom and thrive in different seasons. And so sometimes a tree, their their season of fruit is in the winter. And then wow. other times, like we, we have a lemon tree in our backyard, all the lemons come in December. Mm-hmm. But then there's other trees that all of the, the blooms come in the spring. Right. And I think that if we don't understand that we almost go like, oh my gosh, I avoid these seasons where it feels like I'm hidden, forgetting like, oh, if I was always in bloom, I would die. Something would be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I could never grow. I could never expand. If I was always um, bearing fruit, the fruit would rot if it never got picked. Right. If I never could grow the next crop. And I think there's something to that of just going... I think so many times we, because of our world where everybody shows highlights, we have a world that Mm. has this imagination that you can, you can have fruit every day of the year. Yeah. Forgetting that every part of a tree cycle is important. Every part of your life cycle is important. Yeah. That's even in marriage. I do think it's something in the day and age we're living in of like, even what you were talking about, Dante, of- I can't remember how you said it, but it was like this, I'm always seen. Yeah. Like the eyes of the Lord are always on me. I heard someone say, I've always been discovered. Mm. And sometimes I think we idolize man's discovery yeah. instead of just honoring that we've always been discovered by God. Yeah. Yes. And so it makes us question who we are and what we carry because we idolize man's discovery. And so if my husband's being discovered and I'm not... I'm insignificant and I'm unsuccessful because that's what culture tells us. But I think if you can reframe your mind of what success is and what significance is, you won't have this competition as much. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of marriages compete. Yes. And I don't want to compete against him. I want to run with him. And I think it's cultivating that celebration. Yes. Mm -hmm. Man, that, Mm -hmm. that, that belief that, Oh, when you win, I win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, man, this thing that you've been going after, that's incredible. And yes. th- this is on the grounds of trust that there's totally. trust built. I know yes. you're not going to run off. and like, yes. but, but we're in a space of, man, I'm not really doing this much. Maybe I'm at home or maybe I'm focusing on, you know, this one everyday and thing. Can, can I say something that, into yeah. this? Because you might be able to speak into this. Something I think happens with some people, I was just thinking of this thought just now, is when somebody gets celebrated, if you haven't established trust and powerful people, see, we started with trust and powerful people. If you haven't established that in your marriage before anything, when somebody starts getting favor, meaning more opportunities, more responsibility, Mm -hmm. that can easily make the other person go fear and anxiety. I'm already lacking you. And now you're getting more favor, but I haven't been honest. I haven't been honest with how I'm already feeling, but now that you're getting favor, the pressure is too much. I now can't handle it. So now I'm going to react and going to actually pull down the season of favor that you're supposed to be in because I didn't do the work I was supposed to do, which meant, and so if you're in that space, like, I mean, we've all felt it. Like you will notice if somebody, if your spouse starts getting favor and you start resenting it, getting frustrated or angry and can't figure out why you need to ask yourself, have I, 
I not been honest with how I've been feeling about our marriage and connection up to this point? Because now that it's being pulled on more, am I now getting more frustrated and am I going to spiritualize it? So many people spiritualize it and they actually pull down they, they, they rob somebody of a season of fruit. Right, right. They go, oh, you're choosing ma- ministry over our marriage. That is a very strong statement that you better make sure is actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. Be honest. Like you better know, are they, or have I just not been honest and have I allowed them to think we're doing okay, but now, and I've right. not been honest. And now that something is pulling more energy, I now can't handle this, right. this, uh, dysfunction. Yes. At that point, I just want to help you out. If you find yourself, you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, that's us, yes. we are that marriage. This is the start. You need to be honest and re get back a place of trust and connection. And that means getting humble and saying, going to your spouse and saying, I'm so sorry that I have been resenting you without yeah. realizing it. Yeah. That I've actually held a disconnection against you and I've not been honest with what I need. Yeah. I've been too scared to be honest. And yeah. so this isn't on you. You think we're doing good and you think that you saying yes to all this stuff is amazing, right. but right. I, I'm i not doing good and I haven't been honest. Yeah. So that's on me. Totally. Yeah. And now your spouse needs to then meet you and go, oh my gosh, let's fix this. Because again, what's the most important mm-hmm. thing? Marriage. marriage. Your marriage mm-hmm. is the most important thing. But I think too many times people blame Right. Instead of owning that reality of like, no, this yeah. is on me. Right. And if that say you've already been honest and the spouse is not changing, that's when you go seek help. Yes. You get counselors yes. in your that's life. That's when you bring somebody in. And yes. you literally sometimes have to blow up your marriage to yes. build from scratch. To, yes. to build. Yes. yes. If you realize, man, I've, and when we use that phrase blow up, we mean this. Not like, yeah. Not, yeah expose we mean, it all. Mean, expose it, it all. Get to ground table. zero. Yes. Get yes. to that honest place of going, oh, we haven't been really honest. Like, right. I would say there's the only way to successfully do marriage and ministry is you have to be very honest. Like fully. Fully yes. honest. Because yeah. ministry is a flow out of your life. So yes. if you're not honest with the marriage, which is oneness, yeah. then what is flowing out of your life is not a hundred percent honest. Right. And That's I just want to share a personal story. So before this was before we had any kids. So this is just Rory and I in this situation, Rory was started running camp and he abandoned me. <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> That's how I felt. So I'm just going to say it. And pretty I, much I didn't, I was so anxious. I didn't talk to Mari a few, probably a week before camp. I mean, a very and small conversation. I then would barely. like go like give him a hug and he would just keep walking. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hello. You chose me. I'm your wife. Remember this ring meant something I rough. thought, you know? And so I was very gracious in the week. I did say like, Hey, I miss you. Like what's going on? You're like, I just gotta, I gotta get through this week. I gotta get through this week. And so I let him get through this stressful moment because we already had enough trust and equity built. I was okay. I didn't need him to survive. We weren't codependent at that time. And we're not at this time either, either. but <laughs> but you know, like there's been stages so we're all clear. There's been stages where I feel ha- I have been codependent with Rory, but I was okay. I knew I was secure. It was going to be so fine. Yeah. Um and I let the week go by and then I had a brave talk after camp and said, "I will never do that again." It's okay that we had that. I'm not mad at you. I just can't live life like this. And I was able to be honest and uh, be real with him to where we reestablish expectations. Cause it's not like I I don't need him to quit his job to value me. Yeah. Right. Now now let's say here's what could have happened. Yes. Praise God. It didn't this moment, this whole week happens at camp. You go through all of that, but then instead you say, 
man, I'm glad that that's over. I don't have to bring that up. Yes, that's Absolutely. true. And I would because just then resent him. That, that's where the resentment starts. Yes. When you don't take that moment and say, hey, I can't do this again. When you say instead, oh, man, I'm glad it's over. Yes. And hopefully there's nothing else like hopefully that again. Hopefully he'll grow. Hopefully, hopefully he'll, he'll learn. Hopefully he'll learn. And, he's, yes. and that's where I'm like, I did have that opportunity. I could have just let it slide. and like, I'll give right. him grace. I'll be the, a good, right. I'll be a good wife. Right. Yeah. Quotes, we're doing ministry. You know, we're doing not, ministry. So we're just, it was okay. all for the Lord. I'm just all taking that one for the stuff. team. Yeah. The Stop. Lord sees my yeah. heart. And then I was like, no, this is our job. This is our lives. And I don't ever want to live through that again. I knew this. I knew this was in our future and it's not for him to, to change he didn't know something needed to be changed right. and so even after each camp after this year we we did follow-ups how was it this year you were so much better this year babe thank yeah. you yeah, like it took we, me a few years it was years catch, of process right? you know right. and how to empower people i want to <laughs> yes which yeah. is great yeah, so we yeah, established yeah. this honesty but also like just to be vulnerable in this season this is a season where rory is starting to be seen yeah. and highlighted in right. our environment and i've been so proud and the biggest champion of that yeah, but yeah. that doesn't mean I don't get hit with those insecure thoughts of what about me right right you know and I as a woman of God and a wife I have to manage those thoughts and say I refuse to let competition or comparison come between me and my husband it's beautiful yeah. that it's his season and he championed me and mine and yeah. I will do nothing less than yeah. champion yeah. him and his and I, and I think it's so good but to- I also have that Right. That, that experience where he did champion me and mine. Yeah, right. So it's easy for me to get to that place of, I want to champion him. 100%. His. 100%. I love that. And I think even having those moments where a thought comes up or man, this person's being highlighted or, you know, all these people just came up to him asking him about this thing yes. and they didn't ask me. And, yes. and those yes. moments of insecurity, you have to be humble enough to see, man, I felt insecure in totally. that moment. Yes. I felt insecure. This is not him. This yes, is me. This is, this is a me issue. Yes. And but because I could easily punish him and make him feel guilty right, for it. Right. But it's when, so easy. when you face those things, it makes it that much more easier to celebrate. Yes. Man, I'm I'm facing what's coming on inside of me. Yes. But oh my goodness. Fly, keep going. Like yes. this is amazing. We've keep been doing. waiting for this for years. Yes. Go, baby, go. Yes. I'll yes. figure out me. It's not your problem. Right. Right. I'm a big person. I got my big girl pants on. <laughs> I love it. You can I, fly as high as you want. <laughs> I, I want to I talk um, just a little bit into, um, and y'all have gone through this season too, but Chantel right now is, um, she's on the youth team, um, but I'm the associate youth pastor. Yes. She's not. Um, and so even us being in the office right now, she's not here. She's doing the life coaching stuff right. and with the boys. Yes. Um, and so that that space of I'm in ministry full time where she is only a volunteer that's a way different dynamic where she's not in a room and I've found a big part of doing marriage and ministry is this one word communication it's true <laughs> that oh she that she so is much. aware of what's happening that she has some idea Yes. Of what's happening. So and so now our calendar is full. We every Monday we go through the calendar. She knows like um we have 
our our Saturdays, you guys know, are like our thing. Like we like lock in our Saturdays of our family time. But this month, we have so many Young Saints things happening on Saturdays I that know. are happening. But whereas in the past, in the past, I would feel anxious about those, so I would never mention it. <laughs> we <laughs> would just we would just get to the day or the day before. Like, uh, we gotta like, do hey, this. Babe, I'm so sorry. There's this thing. Uh, we got to do this, and she would be so upset so and feel so robbed. <laughs> Yes. But in my mind, I'm like, man, she's not supporting me <laughs> because so because good. because yep. I am. I didn't realize I was setting up myself fail. to fail. Yeah, <laughs> I was good. setting myself yep. up to yep. fail instead yes. of saying, hey, babe, this is what's coming. Hey, let's prepare for this. Like, hey, we have this coming up. OK, we're going to change some things up in our schedule. Can I can yeah. I mention something on this? I love that we have these two dynamics. So we have Dante as him and his wife, Chantel. One is doing something different and volunteers. Yeah. So there's a lot more communication that needs to happen between Dante and Chantel to keep her right. connected. Yes. Me and Mari, we both are in the staff meetings because we both work in this season. We used to not. Mari was a dental assistant for years while I was pastor. So we, we've had seasons where we weren't. Yeah. But I would say what's funny is when you switch to both in ministry, the temptation is you need you actually can over communicate and all your nights are talking about ministry because you're both talk. It's the same stuff. And so you have to be aware of like the The different season you're in, the dynamics change. And if you just take something like me and Mari, I have to be aware, like after I have just been in so many meetings in a day and maybe me and her have done through different meetings, we, our whole night processing can't just be about that. It's about our kids and our house and, and it, it was e- in some ways it was easier when I worked in the dental office because yes. if, yeah. even if I shared my day with Rory, it didn't feel ministry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we had two separate yeah. experiences two separate that, lives we that, that, we both, right that we both had to debrief each other easier. on. Yes. It's way easier. Yeah. Whereas now our li- our conversations <laughs> all have to, we'll have to be like, okay, enough, enough is enough. We don't even need to hear another. I don't, don't want to hear, hear that it. name one more time. <laughs> like, I don't you actually want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't need to hear that the, big mess one more the time. Switch the switch is Lord so is different. Yeah, yeah it's, um, a, it's a different reality. But I remember being uh, vice versa, like Chantel, when Rory was the associate pastor, I was not. I worked in the dental field and yes. I volunteered as a youth leader and worship leader. And I remember feeling like, I didn't know about that. Oh, and I would miscommunicate all that? the yeah. time. You didn't. You, he's like, no, I told you. No, Student you didn't. Student leadership team retreats would happen, and Mari would be like, "You're so gone all weekend." I'm like, "I swear, I told you." Honestly, I swear, I told you. It wasn't yeah. as big of a deal yeah. before kids. It got worse with kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is great. <laughs> and we had like five years before kids, so we definitely had a bougie little yeah, season yeah, yeah. where yes. I was like, "Oh, I messed up communication." Right, like, I guess right, I have my time. Right. Yeah, when I'm you like, have kids, okay, no, no, you can't. I was messing up with kids. And that was not fun. Way more pressure. Oh, not fun at all. Way not fun. Yeah. And so I get it's totally different. But all the like couples out there, if your spouse is not in ministry, that is a tough road, especially if they don't have a value. But and I want to I want to paint a picture because when you build trust, when you are communicating, when you are being very intentional, even if it takes you extra brain cells, which is me, (laughs) when you do that. You, you can take a trip like we just did to Mexico yes. and not be worried or anxious. Is my wife going to be hating me when I get oh, back? Totally. No, she's, she's excited. She's well, yes. and we even had some crazy stuff happen while we yes. were on that missions yes. trip, but Chantel was still and, so connected to me. And yes. I'll say this, just from 
remember something for everyone. Marriage is always first. Yeah. So if something happens, if you have this core value, when you lead and do anything, this is the core value. If something's going on, your marriage is first. Ministry is not first. Yeah. I just want to yeah. keep saying it because people sacrifice their marriage so many times. And yeah. I get you might go to a church where they prioritize ministry, maybe even over that. And I would challenge everything inside you to deny that truth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. if the Lord is calling you there, there will be grace for you guys to walk through it well. But Merit, your marriage it, is above ministry. If you don't feel the Lord leading you there anymore, run because your marriage is way more important than is any more job. more important than any job. But I, I want to go yeah. back to something that Dante and Chantel do that I love that I think is a key for anybody listening. They go through their schedule in yes. a week. Me and Mari do that. It's easier because we, again, have similar meetings we're in, but we still have to right. schedule out stuff. Yeah. Right. But we are not figuring out like completely different things. We had a season where we had to right. do that. And it's really hard. And it is hard when, when it's two different people you don't realize two what different overlap. jobs yes. and what overlaps that you have to figure out. Yeah. And totally. so I just love that you guys do that because it's, it's key. Also, Smart. I want to say something on that because I feel like Rory and I have made a very hard commitment that if we are called to do something, we make sacrifices for each yes. other and we don't like how you went on that ministry or missions trip and me and Chantel could have chose to punish you because it was a hard right. week. Right. We could have. Right. But it's I was true. like, no, we are fulfilling the call of God. This is my part yep. in that mission trip for yep. people to be impacted. I'm serving yep. my children so that my husband can go do what and he needs I to do. Right. But oh. this is yep. where, and Rory makes sacrifice. I'll also lead in local teams and worship community here. And he makes sacrifices for yeah. me to fulfill a call. Yes. It has to, something to go else. both ways. It if does. You're, you know, so he you, sacrifices yeah, nights does. alone with the kids yep. and I sacrifice nights alone with the kids and you have to sacrifice for Chantel yep. to fulfill her dream of 100%. building her business. Yep. And it's a mutual thing of one's not dying yeah. so the other can thrive. Yeah. 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 But it's, it, it honestly goes back to what have we said yes to? Yes. yes. Because me and Chantel a lot of people don't know this. Months ago, we took out this whiteboard and Young Saints was one of the things that were at the top for our, for both of us, yes. for our life. Yes. Like, hey, this is what we feel grace on. This is what we feel like the Lord has said yes to. Yes. This is where we feel like we're being obedient. Yes. And, and this is yeah. the kind of important stuff because now they're like in <laughs> yeah. it. You, you don't, they're, you don't just fall into a healthy marriage. And no. Ministry. And you're in it. And yeah. then as you expand your family, you have kids. If you are not aware of what you've said yes to, there's the start. I want to just give you guys keys. Like, where do I yeah. start? Great. Pull out a whiteboard. What are we saying? Yes. to? Yes. What do we feel like God's saying? Yes. So to? Good. Is there anything that we are doing that isn't having that strong? Yes. For both of us, we probably need to cut it. Yeah. Something else I want to uh, mention just when Mario was bringing up that mission trip for her and Chantel, cause me and Dante both went, yeah. It was, you know, five days, maybe, yeah, five days. Yeah. I mean, that's a long time when we have young kids on both sides. So it's like, it's a thing, you know? And, um, but something that I remember Bill saying that he always says to BSSM students, uh, Bill Johnson, he always says, if you, um, for BSSM students, if, if the spouse is in BSSM and the other spouse is working full time, he says, um, you're one in the spirit. So whatever breakthrough you receive, your spouse will actually get that same breakthrough at home. You're one. And so I think good. a lot of times when we do ministry, somebody, we think ministry is doing. Yes. And so we're like, oh, mm. if I'm not allowed to go do, then I am actually not a part of it. Not realizing if I am supporting and praying yeah. and actually taking care of the whole entire house while my spouse is doing ministry, 
I am as much a part of that breakthrough as they are doing it. I'm just doing it in a different way. My breakthrough is keeping a good attitude, staying connected to them, praying for them and watching over home. It's like, um, I think there's a story in the Bible. This sounds funny, but when David, I think it was David, um, it was this where him and his men, he has, um, somebody comes, I can't remember who the people are, but they steal all their wives and kids. And it's the moment where his men are about to turn against him. It says he strengthens himself in the Lord, but he does something. He goes after these men, but not all the men go. And so David and a few of the men go, they recover everyone. And the men go, wait, we shouldn't give the spoils all back. We'll give them back their wives and kids, but not their, the spoils. And he goes, whoa, that would be wrong for the men that stayed with the camp and the men that went both receive. Yeah. And I think it's a powerful thing of like, regardless of who is doing the ministry, collectively as a couple, you are both yes. engaging if your heart is in a space of purity and honor and engagement. And so you can choose not to, you could be at home, angry, bitter, frustrated, and that will be your portion. (laughs) Um, Or you can be at home going, I'm so grateful my spouse gets to do this. Well, I'm just calling it like it is. Like I'm grateful because this is real, you know? I'm grateful that like, and there's been nights where like, with us, Mari is doing an extra worship thing. And for that night, all three of my kids screamed the whole night. The bedtime routine was so awful. It's like, what just happened? I don't know. They and I was like, like, yes, God. <laughs> and she yeah, is yeah. like, she is like, that was the most amazing moment. And I have to remember, oh, I'm so glad we said yes to that. Even though I had yeah. a hard night, I don't blame you for it. Yeah. I'm not going to blame you that our kids just had a hard night. Yeah. Like our I, kids just there, had a hard there's night. There's been moments where Chantel has had to say out loud to help herself <laughs> to say, I'm not going to punish you for this. <laughs> like where yeah. she just had hey, to say it out. Gotta, Especially when you're like, I just paid a huge yeah. freaking price to do this tonight. And you come home and had this massive encounter with God. Best, yes. And I'm like, screw you. Yes. you know? <laughs> but all this to say, so it's true. You have to fight that urge to punish yeah. and say, wouldn't you rather your spouse encounter God? So they're a better spouse, yes. better Yes. Wife, husband, father, mother. Yes. It's yes. way worth it. to, And especially when we sacrifice for our spouse to be better. Example, me and Chantel go to coffee every Thursday morning. Yes. You two pay a price. <laughs> yes. But we come home better for it. Yeah, 100%. And, and I was, just, I wanted to say this um, specifically to young couples. I think it's all couples, but young couples, because I think it's a, it's a wake up call sometimes. A young marriages yes. um, is sacrifice is a good thing. Yes. yes sacrifice is a good thing you do it in marriage yes. and marriage when you get- helps me help me get unselfish a lot yes. and then kids just nailed that in the coffin you know what i mean <laughs> all selfishness died. I, I, I said this to Chantel. we're in a conversation and i said marriage isn't um give and take it's um give and receive yes that i actually i'm not trying to take anything I'm giving and then I trust that I will receive yeah and last thing I want to say is if you have a spouse that is not even volunteering in ministry doesn't really have anything to do with it and has zero desire to do it I would just ask like maybe you guys sit down have a conversation how is this affecting you do you like making sure that she has some he or she has some value for what you're doing that they're willing to make these kind of sacrifices yep. with you and that'll be really important for your marriage to have that and open if you're conversation not married yet and you're like what do i do let me just help you out with something you're looking for people with similar values obviously with our relationship to jesus that's a great value 
but also in values of if somebody out there listening knows, like if you're a youth leader or a youth pastor and you're listening and you're like, I want to get married. Um, who, who would I find? You want to find somebody that has a value for ministry as yeah. just a way of life. Yes. Like if me and Mari were not paid in ministry, we would still be yes. the people in the church that would be running the small groups and having people in our home and discipling yes. people. And we would be very active in different ways of serving because that's just a, a value for us personally yeah. outside of ministry. Right. And so you want to find that person that you're like, yes. do you feel a value for just fulfilling the call as just a follower of Jesus, where we make disciples, where we pastor and lead people, where we right. create community, uh, whether we're paid or not, right. that value will be enough that it doesn't matter the role position or anything yes. that value is what you're looking for. So if you're like, man, I'm single and I'm just, I don't know who to find. You don't first of all need to find, like, if you're like, I want to be a youth pastor. So I need to find somebody that wants to be a youth pastor. Uh, you can, it's great, but you don't have to. Yeah. I think that is so missing what it is. It's a value for ministry. Yeah. Like yes. whatever that means. It's like if somebody, you know, it's just a value for going, I, I have such a heart for God, his people, his church, and for the expanse of his kingdom, yes. whatever it looks like I'm in it. Well, right there, you can pretty much do anything with that yeah. person. Yep. Yep. You can a succeed great in example every example if you're dating and you're a youth leader and you're taking out students, how does your boyfriend or girlfriend react when it costs them? Yeah, you a bit. when you're like, oh man, I actually- You have to hang out with the student again. Why do you do that? Right there. You're like, we Ooh. either need to have a conversation to figure out where this is right. going or right. man, exactly. maybe this just isn't going to be the same value system because yeah. this is an important part of my life. Yes. And, and if it, they can understand that and redirect, perfect. If not, it's a great indicator. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Yeah. But that's Side all to note. say, I hope this was helpful. We're going to wrap it up and we love you guys so much. If you have any questions, always reach feel out. free to reach out. Yes. Youth at Bethel.com. We, we love, love to hear guys. from you. See you next time. Bye, guys.